Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. thawing out right now oh no we're, we're unraveling her yeah we're oh shit it's her season someone said there was a, something that was posted that said can anybody hear mariah carey thawing out right now yes you know my thing is that she's an inflatable so they put her in a box at the end of the season so right now they're probably just unraveling her letting the air get to her so she can soften i do have to say that during the pandemic i mean i know obviously i like her a lot but during the pandemic, because her Christmas show is like unfucking ble- like live fuck the, Christmas show. Fuck the Rockettes. Mariah Carey gives you snow, diamonds, children spinning on cocaine brownies, fucking everything. Wow. And so then last year she obviously couldn't do it, so she did that live episode with um, Ariana Belgrande and Jennifer Hudson. Oh, uh, I don't watch any of these things. I I didn't I didn't think it was I was it was exactly what I wanted, and I'm like, oh, this is she's. Like, she pokes fun at herself and at whatever. Was it done live? No. But it was fantastic. So you have, like, these two whistle tones going to town with Oh, that's a lot for the dogs. What is Jenny doing the whole time you're watching it? Like, like, oh, my God. Turn that off. Put something on. Put on Enigma. Anything. Sad. Dis-moi. What about an Enigma Christmas? (laughs) Does Enigma have a Christmas album? I don't know. Christ the Lord. It's just... Ring the bells. <laughs> Ring. Christ the Lord. I think we're trying to make fetch happen here. I know we are. But, you know, a girl can drink. Have you ever had one of those loudspeaker, like the guy that just got his like first week under his belt on the MTA? <gasps> and wants to yell into the... This man, I have never been on one of these rides before. He was so rides. <laughs> like I just you're got at my Six first Flags. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! I'm gonna ride the two train today. He I'm not tall enough. Was so excited and so fucking loud, and it felt like he had a word quota because he just wouldn't shut up. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Everyone on the train had their hands. Bags, muffs, <laughs> shoes over their ears because it was so fun. I'm like, the one time that you don't need directions, it was about like, we're getting off at the World Trade Center. You're getting off the World Trade Center. Everyone must leave the car. There No no passengers beyond here, blah, blah. But it was like, like dead silent. And then like, ladies and gentlemen, no! <laughs> World Trade Center is next. There'll be no passengers. No passengers, meaning everyone needs to get off the train. No riders on the train. Get off the train. Get off the train at World Trade Center. There'll be no passengers. And it kept and going. And damn it, Susan, <laughs> if you wanted a divorce, you should have told me about this months ago. We're about to come into the holidays, and my family expects you to be there. And th- this is this train is terminated. I said I don't like it when you lick my asshole, Susan. I said it once. <laughs> I said it twice. I don't like it. I'm not gay. I only had that one experience way back at camp, and that's just something I don't want to talk about. So just keep your tongue out there, and let's just do bareback as we normally do, and missionary, and maybe I'll do some public sex or whatever it's just that one time that i had sex with your brother that was two months ago i know what i just said about camp but anyway the the ride ends at world trade center god damn it susan
Transfer for the two train. <laughs> yeah, how come there's Leaving that second voice? All of a sudden, it's like, wait, who's she? <laughs> you know, like you had like the yeller, and then all of a sudden. Well, the automated voice is a female because there's psychology. They've done studies about this that you're less intimidated by a female voice. So anything that is pre like that's why Siri and Alexa are women because we're easier and more accessible and we're not threatening. I'll cut your dick off. I'm Alexa. I have the power. I just ordered the knives from Amazon, but you're not intimidated by me. No, I think I'm more annoyed. Why? I'm soothing. Are you? Oh, God, yeah. Wouldn't I be a great Alexa? How do you audition for that? I how think... can a girl get in? It's Siri. Well, how come we don't have Enya as Alexa? I would rather say, hey, Enya, what what, what are we having for dinner? <laughs> what are we having for dinner? We have ordered from HelloFresh. You get 15% off of your order. Alexa, remind me to get a gift for my mother. Don't mind. Got it for you. It's my album because no one buys it anymore. Who can say where? Who can say where your package is? <laughs> it is coming. Alexa, what time is it? <laughs> Seven p.m. Who can say if it's raining out? Oh wait, I can. I'm Alexa. <laughs> But her name is Enya. Enya Alexa. <laughs> She's a twin. Enya, where's my package? Ooh, shot, speed it up. Just tell me. <laughs> Jesus. But first is like two minutes of like whale catching. What song is that? Carry one of her me, other carry ones. me to the land of Galilee. There it is. There it is. I knew you would. This is why we. This is why we work well together in a situation a where second. we need to get three notes. Ha, ha, ha. Enya, carry me. Carry me. Oh my God. We'd be if we did partner. Um, name that name tune. Name that tune. It would be bloody. I think it would be. I think we'd win. Yeah. There's no doubt. I think we'd win every. I definitely that think we that we'd win, on. but I think it'd be a little violent. Oh, yeah. But we'd be violent with each other. It's one of these things where you're sitting next to somebody and you shake them because you're like, you know this, you know this, I know this, you know this. And then we just slap each other. Well, like Family Feud, I think I would like demolish that buzzer. Like, oh, my just God. Be like, like I, it would just like eviscerate. There's not a week that goes by that I don't think who would be on my team. Right. Like, who would be it's on your all team? about picking who in the feud you want standing by your side because there's people who would not make the cut. Well, they, people have to be quick. I'd have feet. to have jewels on. Well, you have to have your husband. I guess. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Would Moth be dead weight on Family Feud? I think she might. She might be okay. My father think thinks he would freeze up. I think your mom is good for the random answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then who else? You had two. What is Krispy Kreme? You have two more people. I have two more. Feud. If you didn't have family, who would you pick? <laughs> pick people from the foster system. I think it should be, obviously, me, you, Chuck, Jimmy. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. You're making like a power gay team. Yes. Okay, what's the name of your team? The Power Bottoms? But then I think we need another female. Uh-oh. 
So is it? Who are we picking? Who are we picking? We're putting together our perfect team. Oh, done. We have our team. Now we all have to get group married in some sort of Davidian setting (laughs) so that we can make this feud happen. And then we'll all get a nice amicable divorce. I want it to be like Jeopardy where we have to come back every week. And every week (laughs) it's as if we just, we are like the, it's like ding, ding, ding. The other team doesn't even fucking play. No, I don't want them to breathe. No. But the thing is with feud, you do come back. You do? Yeah. And then you go and defend against other people until your family gets knocked out, if I'm remembering Here's what correctly. I'd like. It's like when okay. you go and you do like the one-on-one, when you have to do like the the answers. You have 10 seconds, you yeah. have five yep. questions on the board. And if I don't get like, if I say like, you know, what's everyone's favorite color? And I say red. And I come back and it's like, it's actually, you know, 10 people like red. And just coming back to the the desk. Yes. And Chuck just like looking at me and just cracking me across the face. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you bring dishonor on this family. It's blue. Stupid bitch. Red. Yes. It's all about how you hang your head when you come back to the, the team. Can we high five or are we going to punch each other in the nuts? No, he's just going to slap. It's just like a slap. With the back of his hand. A front and a back. The ring hand. <laughs> oh, he's going to leave a welt. Oh, you're right, sir. It was blue. It was blue. I should have known better. But I'd like to do a costume change. Like if I'm going to do, say it's like, if it's you and I. Okay. And, I'd like to like do a costume change. Mid mid episode? No, like when I come back for like the final bonus round, but okay. I want to come back as like Megan Hilty in um Not dressed up as Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh, in, okay. In bombshell. I didn't know that this was an option. It's not. You can make it an option. Right. They take breaks. Yeah, just like when I'm about to sing Let Me Be Your Star, I'm gonna do I'm just showing up right at that mic. Okay. And then just to have who's the host now? It's not Richard Dawson. Oh, it's um, uh, isn't it Steve Harvey? Steve right. Harvey's the host of everything. I'm gonna have Steve Harvey host my we're gonna, funeral. We're gonna like have enough. to replace him. Yeah, we, we he's he's oversaturated. He's like the moon. He's everywhere. Why don't we just have Wanda Sykes do it? I think she'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, she would be great. I don't know. I don't know why they don't. Um... Okay, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna cast ourselves on the show. We're okay. gonna replace the host. Okay, this is a lot. So we have to start from the top. I need to work my way into NBC, and I need to get up to executive producer level. Do you remember the old beginnings of it when they they were... They were frozen. Yeah. Oh, they had a tableau. Yeah, they were like, what's your family tableau? <laughs> so if we had our team, which is primarily, it's like four gays, two gals, yeah. you know, and then the, the screen parts, and mm-hmm. it's like, and now the power bottoms, and we're all just like, oh! No, and we get caught. We're the plate like, design in uh, the birdcage when they're like, <laughs> when they're eating the soup. It's like, what is this design on the bowl? Oh, I have some girls. Aren't there girls on your bowl? <laughs> it's the motto of the Greek army. Never leave your buddies behind. Ooh! <laughs> I'm just saying. You've only seen, I think you've only seen that just a dozen times. I could, I could do a one-woman show of birdcage. Would you, you come see that? Yeah. All right. You've heard it here first. One woman show a birdcage starring me, Erin McGuire, coming December 2023. Um, I need to tell you something before we get rolling. If you In tell my- me you're pregnant, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> God help that womb. Yeah. Mm. Go on. No, but in my never-ending neighboring saga of how I am trying to learn how to be a neighbor in the suburbs. Okay. Next chapter. I'm working in the field. The other day, which means I'm mowing the lawn like you in do. In the front? Yeah, it's, it's no joke. And I was like, I'm going to get my gloves out and I'm going to work in the field. So I, I put my headphones on and I have my everything. I was 
mowing the lawn, and there's an old couple who lives next door. In they're a like, shoe? yeah, they might as well. They're 86 years old. They're they're not they're not young birds, but you know, they were going out for their walk, I guess. And I'm mowing, and you know what the driveway's like? It's pitched up. So I see, I have my headphones on, but I see the the woman waving at me, and I was like, oh Christ! And yeah. now she's starting to walk up the driveway to me. So I'm like, oh God. While your mower's going? Yeah, I turned off the mower. I took my earphones out. I was like, here we go. And it's nothing. I'm like, it can't be anything good. If you're stopping and you're taking the time to walk up the driveway. While someone has a large mower in there. Yeah, and headphones in and all that Mm -hmm. rot. Oh no, I have time to talk. My first thought is, oh God, she's... She's coming to complain about something. Because it's never good when a neighbor comes up to you. It's like, oh, God, what did I do wrong? What is it? What's bad? And now I'm getting, like, nervous. I'm looking around for something sharp. I'm like, well, maybe I could hit her with a branch. Well, you do have the mower. I do. Oh, yeah. And they're slow. Mm-hmm. You know? And then the husband's coming up, too. So now they're, like, coming up the driveway to talk to me. It's so I was you like. didn't have that wood chipper, see? It always comes in handy. I know. Fargo this shit. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, instantly nervous. I'm just like, ugh. Uh, I'm ready for a fight. I, yeah, well, I didn't have enough. I was like, <laughs> again, there's not enough. We don't have enough shivs in the front yard. That's my one complaint about this house is that there's not enough hidden weaponry. Shivs. shivs. Christmas list. Put it on the list. Shivs. Like, but bury them. Xmas. But I really was like, oh, my ass was just on my shoulders. And I'm like, what's she well, going to say that's bad? And she starts talking to me. And, oh, hey, we haven't seen you since blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. And so I kept like giving her the space to complain about something where I was like, fine. <laughs> Now's your Open, turn. Open, it's your, here's your in. Say what you're going to say. You don't say like the way I'm say, mowing. John you Mayer. don't like. Say what you need to say. I've, there's something that you complain about the leaves. What's happening? And I kept just giving her like one word responses. And then after about five minutes, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, they, they just want to have a regular conversation. Animals. I know. And then I was like, there's got to be something sharp. (laughs) Can I hit them with something? Mow them now. I was like, being stuck in a regular conversation is worse than somebody complaining about something. And I was like, all right, so got to go. And they were like, we're not going or they were not dovetailing out of this conversation. I don't know how to talk to people anymore, especially with neighbors. I'm like either ready for a fight and I don't know if that's the city in me. Like, have I been, who hurt me? Who hurt me? All right, I'm going in. Are we ready? Are we lubed? Are we feeling good? I'm as lubed as lubed can be. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Fisher Stevens. Did you know I dated Michelle Pfeiffer? I did. And scream, because I'm Nev Campbell. And we're coming to you from the Baja Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? This is a big one. I'm dying. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. Maybe that's Elizabeth. Sanford, baby. Love it. What was that? That was Sanford and Son. Oh. Oh. But guess what? This week, like all weeks, we're not Sanford and Son. We are bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're dropping them on your doorstep with a locket and a note. We're ringing the doorbell and we're running before you can say, but I don't want a ginger baby. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do. This week and every week, we are reading articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. So what are you waiting for? Read us for filth. Go on our social medias at Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We take advice questions every week, so you can email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com, or 
Slide into our sexy DMs. We like it when you slide. Uh, uh. We have a website where you can binge every lost episode, dearpodofficial.com. Go and mm-hmm. check it out. We're going to have some more special tidbits in the, in the coming months and years there for uh-huh. you. Maybe merch, Girl Can Dream. Oh, we have a merch. YouTube channel where you can a listen YouTube. to our episodes. And we are putting up some quality video content so you can actually see our our very filtered faces. That's uh, the YouTube Dear Pod channel. And finally... The Mills Collection filter. <laughs> we're shot through a mattress, baby, because <laughs> I don't want to be seen in focus. I'm like RuPaul. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash official, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber. You throw money at us, and I'm we throw content I at... I won't <laughs> give it. I'm a subscriber. I'm gonna pay you. I'm a subscriber. Here's give me your content. I'll have $5. I'm, I'm a, a subscriber. <laughs> That's right. We have two awesome levels. So if you give us money, we'll give you extra special tidbits the in Michelle your inbox. Michelle Kelly and Beyonce level. Ooh. No, we can't keep changing the names of I the levels. I just did it just now. We had Anne's ashtray just... once upon a time. It's too much for the people. Sorry. I'm sorry. Don't overload them. Lo siento. Them. Well, you know what's uh, not overloading the people this week? Our grab bag theme. That's right. This week, the theme is the bag of the grabs. It's when we find articles that don't have a home anywhere else, and we just put them in our little bag, and then we pull them out, and it's just random. We've had a nice stretch of good themes recently. We really have. We really have leaned into the theme. Speaking of tangent, do you ever sometimes... (laughs) Speaking of Tangina. Speaking of Tangina, do you ever sometimes just pull out the Christina Aguilar Dirty album? I have never owned it. You know what? There's certain aspects of me where I feel like people want to take my gay man card away. And that's probably one of them. I can't. You get really behind the pop stars. You like the Christina, the Mariah, the Britney, the the, the, the Ariana. First of all, I never said said that. First of all, you're you're full of shit. And I'm turning into an Italian man. You're Britney, the Christina, the Ariana. Oh, what's the matter you? Hey, what do you got to say? Don't you like the dance? What's your mama got to say? What do you want? Whatever. Get the pizza. Get the pizza. Hey, broomstick. What do you want? What do you want? want A small Ariana Grande? Yeah, what do you want? That's from Bole. Rigatoni. No, and I, I don't can't get, get into it. No, first of all, yeah, I'm talk- over here listening to Enya. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> Just whale sounds to relax <laughs> while you're driving. If I did that, I'd probably shit my car. No, I don't. I get behind people like you know, obviously Whitney Houston, okay. Mariah Carey, because she's obviously she's Mariah Carey, yeah. Christine Aguilar. I mean, these are voices. I don't really get behind Britney unless I need to, Support unless I'm her. getting behind in my workout and I need. Unless you're trying to free her. Right. Okay. That's different. So, and then the Christina album is, I'm just bummed that you don't know like this, you know, the spoken word aspect of it. No, I mean, I can listen to it for you this week. No, it's, just, it's not you. the same. If you don't like it, I don't want you to like, no, I, I can't talk to you about when she speaks I don't know, a poem in Spanish in the middle of this like okay. random no. album that's thrown together. Anyway. But I feel like pop stars have been doing random Spanish thrown into their stuff forever. They're like, when things start to flatline for them, they're like, let's do a song that's a little bit Spanish. Like, like La Isla Bonita? She's Italian. She's not Spanish. Why don't you say it in Italian? 
<laughs> Madonna, Welcome to my good house. But she does this a couple times. Madonna does this a couple times. Like, okay, so she's like, all right, I've already done my my Michigan accent, my Detroit accent. I've done my British, and now I'm going to do Spanish. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You've never even lived in Spain. You lived in London. I know everything on Madonna. Right. But so you think that you can, the song is called La Isla Bonita? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madonna? It means small house. Right. Or small, small island. Right. Lovely small island. So I, I did the work. Right. I took Duolingo. But what made her think, and, and all of a sudden all of us are like, yeah, I get it. But every pop star does it. I mean, let like me, I'll, I'll make a list. I, I can't do this off the top of my head. Okay. This is way. Well, Christina is, that's Christina, part of that's an example. Well, that's her heritage. Um, she's not, she's I was not about like, to say Ricky Martin. <laughs> okay. He had a right. He had a right. <laughs> but, but yeah, you can look back. I, I think Gwen Stefani's probably, <laughs> if Gwen Stefani did a random. She's like, guys, I'm from Anaheim. I can't. I can't. You guys, Everybody I want to pitch a new song called No Me Gusta. <laughs> What do you guys think? No, no, no me gusta. Oh, oh, oh no oh. me gusta. No me gusta. Because right, ain't cut. no me gusta. Because it ain't no me gusta. Okay, I don't know why you're, what you're trying to rhyme with me gusta, Gwen, but I don't know that this is going to sell a lot of it. Banana out. doesn't rhyme with me gusta. <laughs> uh, anyway. Can you boost my me gusta? No, that doesn't work either. No. Get the booster. I'm surprised. I, I'm, I <laughs> no bet. me gusta the booster. <laughs> no me gusta the booster. <laughs> I'm scared to get the booster shot, by the way. No way, Jose. No me gusta this booster. I two heads of cognac. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's do some articles. All Let's right. get into this shit because I'm you really have things to do today, don't yes, you? I'm very disappointed in you. It's my first Broadway show. Ever? No. In <laughs> a year and a half. What are you going to see? What are you taking in? Oh, Jim, what am I saying? <laughs> what? I'm also seeing that too. I'm a, today's a double feature. Oh, that is a... Girl from the North Country. Girl from the North Country. Okay, what is it about? Do we know? The girl from the it says it in the title. Well, it's the... like Beetlejuice. What am I gonna go see? Uh it's called Beetlejuice. Give me something more to I don't Is this a know. Duncan Sheik? It's a Duncan Hines. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a du- me and Moth going to a Duncan Hines you, musical. You can eat your own seat because it's made oh, out of This brownie. is magical. <laughs> you guys, the upkeep on this theater is this just is terrible. This is too much. Where's Becky? She's making the seats again. She gets moldy they ate real right fast. through it. <laughs> um, and then I'm seeing Carolina. Exact change, please. Carolina Changement. Yeah, I've never seen it. I know Neither it's I. very uplifting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sad. Okay. But it's at Studio 54, which is one of my favorite things. Oh, I hope that they mix. Like the Studio 54 vibe with Carolina Change, you know. I hope so. Somebody's gonna do cocaine off someone's ass. I hope so. Caroline. <laughs> or Drop trail, Caroline. I'm gonna do a line. Caroline off my ass. Wow. Okay. I'm just saying. Let's move on. Spitball. Let's move on. It's a three right. o'clock show. Okay. Let's do this. And this is from the Daily Press, <laughs> Victorville, California, September 24th, 1990. Victorville. Victorville. <laughs> Dear Abby. I have a sister who taught at the local high school until she was found guilty of fornication with some of the students. Yeah! She lost her teaching credentials, her husband left her, and she moved in with a man that she just met. Now she's announced that she's going to marry him in December. Abby, Jesus states plainly in Matthew 5.32, and again in Matthew 19.9, that remarriage under these circumstances would be considered adultery. My sister claims to be a good Christian, but her conduct shows otherwise. I realize that sins can be forgiven if the sinner repents and prays, 
Acts 8.22. But true repentance would require that she first get out of her adulterous marriage. I have asked her to read the scriptures to see if they apply to her situation, but she refused and accused me of judging and condemning her. Should I persist in trying to teach her the truth, or should I butt out and leave her to wallow in her sins? Also, should I attend her wedding? Ah! If I did, I would feel obligated to do my Christian duty and voice my objections to this adulterous marriage before man and God. I love my sister and want her to have a chance at heaven. Signed, her loving brother. Oh, I thought it was a sister. I did too. I got- <laughs> <laughs> That's a twist I didn't see the coming. M. Night at the because end. my first thought, you Shyamalan me. Go ahead, answer though. <laughs> Dear loving brother, God knows you have done your part to, to try to save your sister. If you truly love her and would feel ob- obligated to voice your objections to her marriage publicly, please do not attend her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 when I pictured it as the sister, what I pictured was she is evil. She is going to the devil. She's a fornicator and she's touching small children. But should I go to her wedding? Because I have a dress that I really want to wear. I really like that cake. I don't know. I feel like a, a free meal. It's a free meal. You know what I mean? I just won't give her anything in the cart. When someone quotes scripture to me. Already, I'm done. I'm like, What? It's funny that you said that. The fuck are you doing? Like, when you read a real book instead of uh, the scripture. It's funny that you said that because I really thought of you the other day. When are I you went pleasuring to yourself in the a gourmet <laughs> Next best. I was at a gourmet wrap store in what? the village. A gourmet wrap? Wraps, yes. It's mm. gourmet wraps. They're like, well, these are regular wraps, but we've put them in like pumpkin seed with, um, you know, elderflower gin. You can and... reuse the napkin because it's made out of linen. Like what oh. could be more East Village than that yeah. is a gourmet wrap store. So I'm in the gourmet wrap store and I'm eating in. And it's a very small, thin store. And it's decorated. It was decorated for Halloween. And uh, there was a... Uh, like a bench in the front that almost looked like what? What do you Toboggan? like a swing, like a two-person okay. swing, what, whatever. Or like a glider. There you go. That's the word. What's the word I'm looking <laughs> glider. for? Glider. That's the word. Uh, ding ding ding. <laughs> you get to stay on the family. Feud Toboggan. Team. See, when I need the words, they're not there. And there were these two guys sitting on it, and it was just funny because it was all decorated with like, um, like black cobwebs and stuff. So they were just. I thought that they were just two guys on a date swinging. At, at the gourmet rap store, and I'm waiting for my rap, and I'm not far from them. I can hear their conversation, and he's like, all right, so do you, uh, blah, 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 talking, talking. So do you want to do it? Great. Um, and then they both just stopped everything, and they held each other's hand, and they were like, dear Lord. One of the guys is like, Lord, just want you to watch over uh, Peter here. He's going through a rough time, and I just want to say, mm, look for him, and we're going to have a good old, we're going to have a wonderful rap. While we're here, and we're going to enjoy this time and this wrap together. All right, amen. And then <laughs> it's like one thing to like pray over your meal or whatever. Were, were you like <laughs> now I'm like, tuned in? You're just holding <laughs> holding your wrap, just like staring at them, like I, I, like I don't even mid bite. Mm, and I'm like, oh, this is really good pumpkin is. seed wrap. And they're like, what's that? <laughs> Jesus, so what? Of course, no. I do what? No, I, I don't even know that they're calling my name. Like my even, rap was I bet, ready. I can't bet you can't even crunch because you're like. It's too loud, and I, I I barely can hear them now. So it's like that slow, like. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's when you change to soup because soup won't get in the way of no, 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 no. of listening. Just dipping in on your conversation. Shut up, shut up. Just give it to me. Give it to me. Even to open up a diet coke, it was like no, I kind of missed something, uh. and and they just kept talking about scripture 
and Jesus as if he were here. He was like, you know what? That's the thing I love about Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry. I'm going to fucking use that all the time. (laughs) You know what? That's the thing I love about Christ. He's like always there and he's always there for you. I'm going to say that uh, in the middle of sex. (laughs) You know, this is what I really like about Christ. It's just a surprise. (laughs) I saw a picture of a children's book the other day on Twitter that called Christ with arms and he had two like crucifixes coming out and I was like Christ with arms is the best swear and I'm using it from now on like Christ with arms Christ with arms this traffic is awful but doesn't he that be but he has arms his arms are crucifixes he's like remember these they hung me on them but I have he has two crucifixes in his hand yes two crosses as arms no not in his hands they are his arms (laughs) No. And it's it's a children's that book called Christ fuck- with Arms. <laughs> Christ with Yeah, you just said it like this is the most ridiculous Christ with arms. Christ with arms. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then and then cut to Christ in heaven and be like, I this <laughs> I have been a soap. I have been what? a douche. JK Rowling motherfucker You're taking down my there. Arms off and then <laughs> <laughs> the thing that they crucified me with are now my arms? That's fucking gross. Christ with arms, this is a Christ, terrible Jesus idea. Jesus Christ, Dad. <laughs> Stop saying your name, son. Uh, Stop my, talking about oh, yourself in myself, the third person. Dad. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, myself. I wished, if anything, I was like, we could have been silently, quietly trying to eat a wrap and, and dipping in on these guys' conversation about Christ. I was so bummed that I had a show to get to. I would have stayed there for another hour. Have you ever been in that situation with your when you're with someone else and you hear that conversation and then you just give the other person the eyes of, like, you need to listen to this conversation? Yes, yes. And then you're looking at each other, like, intently as if it's, like, if you if you, if you break the contact, the eye contact. You'll no longer be able to hear. Absolutely, this is vital. Mm-hmm. Eye contact Same. is vital. Yeah. To uh, and then mouthing eavesdropping. Like, what the Christ with arms. <laughs> the Christ with arms. Are they talking about on that gliding chair in this gourmet rap store in the East Village of New York City? I sometimes when I'm stuck in a in stuck in a meal, when I have a <laughs> meal with someone that likes to pray, I'm always a bit like, no, no. oh, okay, I'll go along with it because I'm like, this is cute. <laughs> This is really cute. And then I'm like, what is happening? But it goes on a little bit like like it's like story time. It's like, oh, my God. Are we going to do the whole day what we're thankful for? <laughs> I can't. I'm, it oh, makes dear me Lord, turn into a fifth want grader. To, uh, bless this food and uh, bless the stove that was delivered uh, earlier in the day and bless the gas that heated it up. And I'd like to uh, bless Christ the- with arms. <laughs> Speed it up. I'd like to bless the chicken that gave its life uh, on that crucifix <laughs> for tonight. <laughs> And uh, the beautiful day and the uh, spelling bee that uh, Sally won today. And I'd also like to uh, thank for the knee pads because it really helped while I was swallowing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just really like to thank Christ for that double orgasm and uh, no blood in my urine. Amen. And as soon as you go to say amen, they're like, oh, and I'd like to thank. They're like, this isn't the Academy <laughs> and Awards. I'd like to Can thank we my speed agents this up? at William Morris. I'd like to thank. <laughs> I'd like to thank the producers at Lionsgate for giving me a chance. New girl. <laughs> That's what you did. Next time you get caught in that, they're like, Patrick, would you like to say a few words before we I'd eat? I'd like to thank my old manager, Jeremy Katz. I'd like to thank uh, the Bella Agency. Uh, uh, I'd like to thank Stuart for denying me 17 times mm-hmm. to be part of their roster. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to thank... Uh, 
I, I just want to thank Jesus' arms. Okay. Okay, I just want to thank Christ with arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Get it, toots. Quality content. Moving on to the next article. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't really discuss the article. No, but, but that's the, fine. Look, we discussed We're tangenting. That's what I like about Christ. <laughs> you, you know what? That's what I love about Christ. He doesn't care if you go on a tangent as long as you find your way to the next article. That's right. Which I've got. <laughs> we don't got. have to talk about the wedding. That's what I like no, about Christ. No, no. It's all about Christ with arms. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this comes from the Santa Cruz Sentinel. Santa, there's nothing better that we're ever going to do for the rest of the day aside from Christ with arms. All right. Excuse me. Um, can I uh, place my order? <laughs> Christ at the drive-thru. Ma'am, Christ are you going to the- order something? Shut, 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 shut. He does this all the time. He's he orders to... just a thing of water and a loaf of bread. Just wait for it. Wait, <laughs> wait till he opens it. up the bag. Wait, wait till he opens it. the bag. He's going to turn that water into wine, but he's going to make that bread taste like shit. <laughs> Let me just tell you, he's only had that one order. There's six people in that Winnebago, and just watch everyone's face when he opens up that bag. Wait for it. Wait for it. <gasps> See? Christ he's with got... arms! That's a great trick! That'll be uh, three ninety nine. dollars Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I just Do you take rubles? <laughs> hey, Mary. Oh, Christ, with um, arms. Leave me alone. I didn't bring my wallet with me. It doesn't fit in my toga. You pay for it this time. I just drove here on a donkey. I made the loaves of wine, you bitch. I gave you life, damn it. And I didn't even get laid. Oh, God, I walked on water for this shit. <laughs> Next. Right. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Comes from the Santa Cruz Sentinel, Santa Cruz, California, June 24th, 1969. Crapshooters full of luck. <laughs> Dear Ann Landers, a girl I work with is a fantastically lucky crapshooter. Whenever she has the dice, everyone rides her back and cleans up. I've seen her make as many as seven passes in a row. Two weeks ago, Lucky went to Puerto Rico on her vacation. I knew she'd be in the casino every night and winning. Of course. So I gave her 150 bucks to play for me. I made it plain that if she blew it, I wouldn't be mad, although I've never known her to lose. Two days after Lucky left for her vacation, I received a telegram which said, I hit a lousy streak and lost your dough. So sorry. I was really shook, but figured it was bound to happen eventually. Yesterday, Lucky returned. She was telling the girls in the cafeteria that she had had a great time, won $600 over and above her expenses. When she saw me standing there, she said, Too bad about your 150. My luck changed right after I lost yours, honey. What do you think of a friend like that? Signed, Chicken Inspector 21. <laughs> That's not the name. I have no idea. Chicken Inspector number I could never make that up. Christ with arms, I'm not that good. Okay. Here's what Anne has to say. Dear Chick, I think it's worth $150 to find out what kind of friend she was. Hey! Oh. That's it. Okay. That's all. What well, else am I going to say? You shit out of luck. You gave some woman your money. She used it on a couple good dinners, and she blew it. That's it. And yeah. Fuck. Yeah. How do you know? Fuck. How do you know what happens when you give somebody else your money? It's not a bad idea, though, because I know people who are very good gamblers. Mm, no, I disagree. I you don't wouldn't wanna... trust it? Like, but like, if you're making a small bet, like, oh, here's 100. Put it on six. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever gone and watched somebody who has no sense of money gamble? No, because I don't really like to watch gambling. I am not. We are not gamblers. Neither gamblers. of us. Gamblers. I'm not a gambler. I am not a gambler. Excuse me, I am no gambler. 
la isla da gambler. I, it is really wild. I mean, I've been around watching rich people gamble. It makes me want to grab my ass because I have way too much of a sense of money and like nervousness Mm. around it to ever relax and watch somebody gamble freely. I just paid $10 for mints. (laughs) This Fiji water was $53. That's all I brought to gamble with. I took a gamble on my hydration. Bad idea. Bad idea. Oh Oh my God. God. My friend who was well off, he likes to play roulette, which has the worst odds ever. And I just watched him go up to a table, give a woman 500 bucks. She pushed it in a little slot. He put his money on one number and it was gone within seconds. And I'm like, where's the fun in that? There's no like gameplay. That's awful. Yeah. It's just gone. It's there and gone. Christ with arms. What a bad idea. Here we go. Here's what, the, we had nothing else to say on the crab I shooter. That's all I had. Crap. I don't, I'm not ready to shoot crab. No. What if it was actual just... Crabs? Yeah. Okay. Take a crab. This is from the Pensacola News, Pensacola, Florida, October 14th, 1983. Uh. Dear Abby, while my 12-year-old daughter was visiting her cousin in another state, I cleaned out the gear she brought back from camp. In her backpack, I found 24 large color photos of teenage boys. Naked and in a state of arousal. The Greek army. I also found a box of a dozen condoms. One had been removed from its inner foil wrap. Her father and I have always talked openly with her about sex ever since she was old enough to ask questions. When she was four, she expressed curiosity about the male anatomy. So I showed her a picture of Michelangelo's David. Ew! He's a homicide. (laughs) We've had long talks about menstruation, dating, petting intercourse, birth control, morals, etc., with no embarrassment on either side. I have concluded that she was probably given or sold the pornography by a college-age girl camp counselor who was discharged mid-season with no explanation. I don't know where she got the condoms. Anyway. She's a Uh well-adjusted, normal, 12-year-old girl who appears to be no more boy-crazy than any of her girlfriends. I don't know whether I should be outraged, amused, or even proud of her for her precocious interest in erections. I've heard of girls... Oh my god, wait, that's the title of my autobiography. (laughs) I just want to flag that. Okay, just remember. I've heard of girls 12 and even younger having sex, but she is such a baby. I can't imagine her in such a situation. I haven't the foggiest idea of what to say when she returns, but I know I must talk to her about this. Perhaps I've told her too much already, or somehow failed her in preparing her for this phase of her life. What do I do now, Abby? Signed, Trouble in Paradise. Precocious interest in erections. I have a precocious interest in James's erection. Oh, good luck! Dear Troubled, when she returns, tell her what you found in her backpack, but not in an angry, accusatory way. If she says, if she is into sex at this early stage, be grateful that she is taking no chances on becoming pregnant or contracting a venereal disease. Don't punish her, berate, or put her down. Do assure her that you love her and will be there for her no matter what. Then stress the importance of respecting herself and her body. Also stress the high price of promiscuity, which includes a low self-esteem, a bad reputation, boys talk, you know, and ultimately confusing sex with love. And don't blame yourself for telling your daughter too much. What our children don't know can hurt them. Abby! I want to thank my agent! (laughs) I want to thank my manager! (laughs) 
It kind of like went off the roof. Cut close to the bone there? That's when her fucking uh, espresso kicked in. Yeah, no, what? she caught her daughter doing something. You lose! You lose, promiscuous girl! You stole fizzy lifting (laughs) drinks and you shoved them up your... Anyway, um, going back. I don't know if my... My parents only found one piece of pornography. It was very good at covering my tracks. Oh, and it wasn't until I was in college and it was underneath my mattress. And was it the gay porn? No, well, sort of. It was a, it was mixed a straight. Media. Yes, it was mixed media. <laughs> uh, uh, it was sound and uh, touch and feel. Uh, <laughs> it was a light fixture. <laughs> it was yeah. It was very nice. It was a textured An nipple. Installment. Right, and it was a scratch and sniff. Wow. Um, yeah, Bum- bumblebee <laughs> tuna was the. Uh, was the, <laughs> was the advertisement. Um, <clears throat> no, it was, uh, I think it was like a straight magazine, but like they'd like to feature a dick. Oh, So I was like, oh, this is, per- this is perfect. <laughs> you know, it's like, like a Sears catalog. It was like they would like to show penetration. So like, here's the big dick and then there's her mouth. Oh, what okay. So it was mixed media. Okay. Right. A well, not mixed media. What was, was the mixed- name of this magazine? I don't know. I don't remember. Tops and Bottoms. Yeah, no, no. Um, but they would never Where'd go through they my find stuff. It? They bought me a new mattress, and it was underneath oh, the mattress. Oh, always clean out under Typical. the mattress. Just like Porky's. You know what I mean? <laughs> should have known. Right. That's where shoulda, people coulda, hide everything. I guess. If you're not hiding under it, you're hiding something in it. Right, or in the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never went through my bed. Be- I don't think my parents ever went, well, clearly. I mean, I was raised by myself. They didn't go through my <laughs> bags ever. <laughs> Did you know someone was living in this room? All the lights are on. Who's this boy upstairs? You know what? We have to start putting his name on all of his pants because I'm going to forget. I don't. Well, we did it on that that romper that the he had. The overalls, yeah. But we have to do it on everything. Let I me get my embroidery who, machine. Oh, my God. He goes downstairs, comes back up. Who is that boy up there? <laughs> That's Patrick, right? Oh, Jesus. Squatter. Is he our son? Airbnb. I don't know. Does he yeah. go to school or does he just make shoes? Shoes. Is he going to be sitting there a lot? There? I don't know. I don't know. He's been in the bathroom for about two hours. Yes, we that should m- feed him Two something. pages of that magazine. <laughs> it's a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Medical pamphlet. Did your mom ever go through your shit? No. I don't think I had anything to hide. Not My love for Joey McIntyre was out there for everyone to see. I put it on the walls. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about like condoms, Rose. Condoms, condoms, condoms. Con- I didn't or have cigarettes them. No, or I was joints. Well, the cigarettes we know. We know that story. Right. When it fell out the window. And what about? And she was nothing, standing at the base of the window. Not condoms. <laughs> no, I. I. Who used them? <laughs> condoms <laughs> I mean, were right? for were for losers. Yeah. Yeah. I if like you're to be not a renegade, yeah, who exactly. uses condoms anymore? Why well, keep? Am saying... I right, Jim? Am I right? <laughs> I like to play Russian roulette with yeah. my health. Hey, if they didn't use condoms in Bareback Mountain, <laughs> you know what I mean? If it wasn't good enough for Heath, it wasn't good enough That's for right. me. That's right. That's what I always Jake say. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. That's the standard. That's that what I, I like by. about Christ. Anytime I'm fucking <laughs> in a <it. laughs> You know, that's what I love about Christ. I in high school there was like. It was very strange. I don't know what I was doing in high school. I really should have just gone to like work in a mine instead of going to this high school. But I had never, I mean, our high school was so like, I don't even know. I can't even say that I even went to class. I don't even know what I did there. I, I think I went to this building and then I blacked out for a couple hours and uh-huh. then I drove home and smoked cigarettes. You went to a cafeteria for a while. Yeah. So when I joined the theater there, there was a small group um, of thespians and I would see like two or three of them and they'd be praying before rehearsals or they'd be praying at, at, and I'm just remember this, they'd be praying before um, lunch 
Uh-huh. I'm like, what's happening here? What you, were they actually praying or were they doing like a circle where they had to like pass the pulse? Were they zip zap zopping it? And no, it just looked they were like praying. Prayer. They're like, dear Lord. And I, but yet they'd be so irreverent and like kind of like get my humor too. And I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> Can we still do the circle prayer and then talk about blowjobs on the know, stage while just... we're doing Hello Dolly? I just think that's uh, weird. Right? No? I'm confused. Just drink this Kool-Aid and we'll figure it out later. <laughs> I don't know. God, I just woke up. Oh, so dizzy. All my friends are dead. So they were raunchy, but they were holy at the same time. Right. Isn't that confusing? And you didn't know how to how to marry the two. Yeah, a lot of the times... The, it, it, like if you did your stand-up and then all of a sudden I saw you the next day at church, I'm like, you go to church? Yeah, I'd just like to cleanse the palate. Christ with arms. I never saw you here. <laughs> Christ with arms. I've been... You know what? That's what I love about Christ. He loves talking about blowjobs on stage during Hello, Dolly. That's the greatest thing about Christ. So accessible. Hey, you Mary Magdalene, I mean? you got you got a dog in this fight? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean yeah, it's like you can't quantify... Like, it, it would wreck my brain. It's like, wait, how can you be... Like, I know people who are that, that's like born-again start- actors and they're... Like, not born-again actors, but, like, uh-huh. I'm really going all in. They're born-again, and they happen to be actors. Yes. But, yeah, so they're dirty at the same time while still going backstage and be like, you know what, let's just let's just have a moment to take a shout-out to Christ. Yeah. And, yeah, you always feel like these things— You want to fuck by the wigs? Because, <laughs> because, and then we'll pray after that. Because we're a dirty bird group <laughs> of people, and you think that we're the unholy, we're the evil, but they're in there. They walk amongst us. So I get you. It clanks. On your brain. It does. You're like, you're one or the other. Pick a lane, Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. It just seems like yeah, a conflict. Yeah, it does. Especially because you're like, oh, especially the born-again ones that are so like, gays, am I right? Hate them. I work with them. Hate them. Can't stand them. Want to burn them at the stake. That's what I like about Christ. I can burn him at the stake. But you know what? He's playing nicely, nicely, Johnson. So <laughs> if he can hit rock in the boat, if we can hit that high note... We're gonna keep them around. I don't know how. I don't know how you marry the two. I don't either. Worlds, but people do it. I mean, I occasionally they creep me go. out too. It's they're very like this couple who shall remain nameless. We'll who, call them Debbie and Al. <laughs> yes, always a Debbie. There's not enough <laughs> Debbies born these days. There shouldn't Debbies be. and Susans. Right. We're lacking Debbies and Susans. Everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need more Susans. We need more Susans over here, you guys. How about Debbie's? No, we've got enough Debbie's. We're up to like 10. There's just the one. We have a Debra. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they talk about their religion, it's like they've switched into a whole different character. Mm-hmm. And and you see the eyes sort of glaze over. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, yes, I was fucking this guy backstage. At Hello, Dolly. And uh, you know what? I really want to talk to you about Christ and all the wonderful things he did. And, uh, and they just sort of... It's they like put a, the, a new a new tape in the Teddy Ruxpin. Yes, exactly. Hi, I'd like to talk five minutes with you about Christ. Did you put the dirty Teddy Ruxpin tape back and in? Then I, I like fucked her with a hot poker. What? This the is f- amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a child's this toy. Is a Harlequin romance novel, Teddy Ruxpin. Here is the final article of the day. It's the final article. From the post crescent in Applewood, Wisconsin. March 21st, 1968. I know you do. All right. Anne says pregnancy, not an excuse for dressing like slob. Dear Anne Landers, 
Oh, wait, was it a girl? Sorry. <clears throat> Dear Ann Landers, I am eight months pregnant and unusually large. <laughs> the doctor has told me I am not having twins, but it looks like triplets. The most important thing right now is comfort. My husband weighs 200 pounds, and his old trousers fit me perfectly. I realize I do not look like a flash fashion plate, but why would anyone expect me to? Last week, my husband made an uncomplimentary remark about my appearance and specifically mentioned that I look terrible in trousers. I told him they are the most comfortable thing around and I am not trying to make the best dress list. Last night, he brought his boss home unexpectedly for dinner and there I was in my favorite outfit. He was noticeably upset and let me know he wasn't very happy with the way I looked. After the boss left, he yelled at me in a loud voice about my sloppiness, and I am sure the next-door neighbors heard every word. Will you comment, please? Signed, Zeppelin. (laughs) Not lead, just to take it out on yourself. (laughs) Dear Zepp, a husband who brings home his boss unexpectedly, or anyone else for that matter, should not be critical of what he finds. This is a very inconsiderate move. Pregnancy, however, is no excuse to look like a slob. The materi Oh, sorry. The maternity house dresses, and yes, even slacks, if you prefer trousers, are extremely attractive and mighty comfortable. Be good to yourself these last few weeks. When you look better, you'll feel better. Ayan Is this like a pregnant like peppermint patty? Like why the hell would you put on your two hundred pound husband's pants like that's gonna look why great. invest in maternity wear my god just fucking wear a towel just crop top crop yeah. top and a thong you're gonna bring your boss home get the 24 in one dress and she, then you don't have to fucking worry about it just you know why i picked this article because she said slacks slacks that was all it was just a word that that dropped how about in slacks how about slacks a nice pair of slacks slacks and a nice oversized blouse um my mother still says slacks to this day i don't know i'm just gonna wear some slacks to this wedding my mom says slacks. Maybe it's a generation. It's a generational thing. It is. Slacks. Slacks. What's the difference between slacks and pants? They're is the same one? thing. I would think. There's jeans. Right. Khakis, which is actually a color. Ugh. It's not a type or of Or if pant. you're from Boston, khakis. Khakis. You gonna oh, put I'd your khakis take... on? Uh, maybe I will. How many cocks am I taking? <laughs> Let's not get cocky about your khakis. Now <laughs> oh, give me okay. my khakis. I gotta go. I don't know what the hell she just said. I don't know. It was a lot of cockies. Oh. Why is he leaning forward? Do you notice that this is weird? I think he wants to hit you or something's I don't know. off. He's, there's something leaning in where I'm like, yeah. Maybe it's because we really didn't answer that last question, but I guess that's fine. Look, it's all about slacks. That's all I needed to say. It's all about those slacks. slacks. Those slacks. No. How about Megan Trainer? Did you read that article about, speaking of slacks, that I went into the Megan Trainer song? That means that makes sense. She and her husband go to the bathroom at the same time. Oh, yeah. We side haven't talked about side that. Side by side toilets. Well, look, look at the love toilet from SNL. I love they the love toilet. They came up with the initial best thing I Victoria Jackson ever did. I never want to. And best and last. First and last, yeah. Um, I never want to defecate anywhere near anyone else. I mean, I will hold it in if someone comes into the restroom. Uh-huh. And if I have any inkling that I will see them later at the restaurant or bar, I am not going to Tommy gun the toilet and have someone make eye contact. No, not at all. Especially your lover. There are certain no. things that you cannot breach. You know, Babies. except now here's the thing. I will not dookie in front of young Jules unless I have You're no sick. control over right. it. Right. Yes, which he has unfortunately seen at the worst moment. And uh, it's because I was in a hospital 
and I had bad sushi, and okay, okay, yeah, I still, yeah. I still don't want to hear this. Too much Duke. Yeah. All right. Not enough Duke. It's, it's time for <laughs> Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We won't be looking at stupid bitches I don't want with arms. It's Instagram mail. I don't you know want her to Christ? pass her. What? love that Christ sends us Instagram mail. I'm really, yeah. That's it's the, the thing best I like thing about Christ. That's the best thing about him. He's like everywhere and what he's if, like in your email. What if that's what Jim said and while you're like just blowing mud all over your fucking <laughs> But he's like, you know what, Aaron? That's what I like about Christ. Christ is with you right yeah. now. Yeah. He's holding your hand. Your shit that's what I like about Christ. And you're like, what? <laughs> New Christ bathroom spray. Oh, oh, okay. Thank God. I thought that you were trying to... <laughs> No, no, no. But another thing that I like about Christ is that he's always here watching you. In this banana bread. Christ banana bread. New by Patty LaBelle. So, we have one Instagram mail question this week that we are answering. Now, if you want to send us your questions, please do so. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our Instagram messages at Dearpodofficial and we will answer your questions. We are completely unqualified to give you advice, but damn it. We're not going to stop ourselves from We're trying. not going to take it, <clears throat> but we will try to your answer this question. All right, here it is. Yeah. Dear Pod, each member of my family is making a dish for the big dinner, quote unquote. I'm no cook, but Miss Magnolia Bakery is, and that cake will taste much better than anything I can scrape from the bottom of the oven. Is that cheating if everyone else is actually baking away at something? Signed, Bleeding Armadillo. Dear Bleeding. Land of the free and home of the brave, whether it be homemade or store-bought. I assume that the big dinner is Thanksgiving, and it is a time of family and food and laughter, and sometimes an insult lobbed over, lobbed ever so effortless, effortlessly that it eviscerates your cousin. Thanksgiving, or as I like to call it, purging day, is a day where we have to bring a dish. One year, my sister, quote-unquote, made her fami- famous cheesy Mexican bean dip. Simple enough, right? Dump a bunch of canned items in a dish, push five minutes on the microwave, and serve. It should take ten bites until everyone starts running towards the commode. Rest assured, you'll never see Aunt Edna, you know, the one who doesn't believe the Holocaust happened. Yeah, you <laughs> won't see her again till the end of the meal. Sis considers dip homemade, yet we all would have gladly welcomed with wide open arms anything that Betty Crocker or hell, even Mary McCheese would have brought to the table. With that said, good food is good food. No one wants to chew through your tough jello mold, choke down your hay-infused mashed potatoes, or guess what you filled the twice-baked potatoes with. If you can't bake it, don't fake it. Don't fake it till you make it. Dial up Blimpy or turkey to torpedoes or hell, even Applebee's. If you know someone can do it better, then don't stress yourself out or burn the house down and curse your mother for not getting to the pretty girl Barbie set as a kid and doubting taste in men up to this very day. Then let them eat cake. Literally, Magnolia, Paula Dean, or Sarah Lee, because nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Like Carly Simon sang, nobody does it better. So let the pros handle baking, and you can schedule a virtual visit with your therapist and 10 minutes of a sound bath, because you're going to need it. Mm. Namaste, Buttercup. Ooh, Buttercup Bakery, that's another good one. Is that a thing? That's a thing, Out yes. Uh, yeah, in New York. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will... Oh, if you uh-huh. showed yeah, up here. with anything uh-huh. from Magnolia Bakery, you are in my family, officially. I love Magnolia Bakery. What's your favorite thing at Magnolia? Uh, cupcakes. Uh-huh. I am not a banana pudding girl. Everybody freaks out for the banana pudding. I am right, because I'm like, now I have to walk to Aaron's house in New Jersey to get this off of my In body. these tight pants. Yeah, and I'm just going to... 
Hey, don't trust a fart, as nope, my doctor once no. said. But I could fuck up those cupcakes, I swear to God. I let myself eat one uh, at my birthday. <laughs> oh, good. And I like then the cake I cry. Well. Oh, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I love the cake. Love. I'm like a big... I'm a big cake eater. I do love cake. You're all about the cake. About the, the cake. cake. About that. Ah, okay. carrot Better. and otherwise. All right, here's what Anne has to say. Dear Bleed, true, this is the season of giving, but that doesn't mean you have to give a shit. If the host of this fine event wants to roll the dice by requiring guests to bring a dish, then they're playing Russian roulette with everyone's digestive systems to begin with. Give yourself and these other poor suckers a break. They don't want to eat your sad attempt at vegan cheesecake any more than you want to make it. By the way, I'm sure you're not alone in this. My sister has brought Patty LaBelle's sweet potato pie to Thanksgiving for years and tried to pass it off as her own. Like my sister could ever understand the nuanced flavors and spices of Miss LaBelle's delicious peak, uh, sweet potato pie. Please, if my sister ran her own restaurant, it would be called a taste of nothing. Luckily, she is just lazy enough. I found the box shoved in my outdoor trash can, barely hidden by banana peels, orange rinds, and empty boxes of Metamucil. My jewels had a blockage that year. So get thee to Magnolia Bakery and order up the finest banana pudding our disgusting city has to offer. I'm sure it will be a welcome addition after everyone tastes each other's sad side dishes. And if anyone gives you crap, you tell them Patty LaBelle said, Where's my background singers? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Good luck, you non-bacon son of a bitch, and happy shopping. Ayan! That's the thing about Thanksgiving. There's so much food on the table that just does not, like, the food combination. That's, I think, what I really don't like about. It's a potato stuffing combination that you can't get behind. There's not enough to balance out the heavy. Right. It's like. And if somebody puts down a salad, it is the weirdest outlier. You're like, that's not. Right. I think it should be like, it should be potatoes or stuffing, not both. There was and a year then, that Jules made mushroom soup, and I was like, mushroom soup? Oh, that kind of sounds good. What kind of? Was it good? Well, oh. Oh, I guess okay. he's very, he loves no. to pat himself on the back. Well, Don't throw well, your arm good. out there patting yourself on the back for the mushroom soup. But, but I the, fought it tooth and nail because I was like, who eats soup? Let me ask you this. Who makes twice-baked potatoes and then puts on the table mashed potatoes? We've had it. One or the other. Oh, no. We need a variation on a potato. This is the time for the potato. Right now, potato's like, hold my earrings. I'm going in. It's my time. Oh, Lord. We are so, we are dangerously close to Patty LaBelle's Christmas season. That the When I introduced you to that, I thought you were going to have a heart attack in your car. You changed my life. I remember we were you going. changed for good. I remember we were driving to Costco and Home Goods and Home Sense and anything with home in it. Yes. No. 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 We were in town. We were, I think we were parking on the street. Oh God, what's it? It was by like one of the one of the twelve Applebee's. Yes, or like one of the car washes. Mm, we've gone to a lot of car washes, you and I, <laughs> in an attempt to find anyway, the perfect car wash. What else do you do in the suburbs? You wash your car, you avoid your neighbors, right? you wait for a fight. And you fight. go to Costco and let your friend have an anxiety attack. <laughs> you put him under harsh fluorescent lights. I don't mean to say the word friend. I don't, I don't Okay, thanks. That. Thank you for amending thank that. You. I thank you, friend-ish. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, friend, do you think it's time for a drink? 
a drink in the middle of the afternoon. Love in the afternoon. It's holiday time and we're ready to drink so I can ignore you and throw up in my bathroom. Uh-uh-uh. Ding. All right, for the grab bag this week, we have a specialty cocktail, so let's sing about it, shall we? Sure! Specialty cocktail, specialty drink. What did Jim come up with this week? I can't wait to throw Jim's load down my throat. Taste it with vodka. I'm gonna throw up. Time for this week's specialty cocktail, which is Corpse Reviver number two. James. Mambo number five. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would love a Mambo number. Bring that guy back. Where is he? He's, he's singing, singing the thong song right now. He's on tour with the thong song guy. Cisco. All right. Cisco, that's it. Cisco, Cisco. The corpse revived at number two. James Jules Ferris threw a dot and picked this one out of the blue. That's what we do on week. For this, you will need three quarters of an ounce of dry gin, three quarters of an ounce of Lille Blanc, Three quarters of an ounce Cointreau, three quarters of an ounce lemon juice, and two dashes of absinthe. Now what's absinthe? You're going to want to add all ingredients into a mixing glass, add ice, shake, and strain into a cocktail glass, which is his favorite way to make it. Ooh, dash it! Oh! Just a dash, Mrs. Was that? What was that? Lemon or something? Or was that absinthe? Oh my god, was that... Was that black diamonds? Nobody was. Was that white diamonds? (laughs) White diamonds, my Elizabeth! That always brought me like. I I wore that perfume in high school. What's wrong? What? I wore Elizabeth Taylor's white diamonds in high school. You were always. I was a very touched kid. I know. This is why we get along so well. All right. Here's the tasting notes. I haven't read these before, but I see it already. Erin. I know, Erin. You don't have to remind me. Another week and another specialty cocktail that's not made with tequila. I get it. You like tequila. Now, may we continue? Thank you. Welcome to this week's non-tequila specialty cocktail, the Corpse Reviver Number 2. The Corpse Reviver family of named cocktails are sometimes drunk as hangover cures. The kick of the alcohol in this drink is said to revive a dead person. Variations of this drink are said to have ties with the American bar at the Savoy Hotel, 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 Hotel. <laughs> that originally dates back to the 1930s. The Savoy Number 2 recipe noted that four of these taken in swift succession will unrevive that corpse again. Bizarre sentence, but it's a quote, so there you go. So, we got that going for us. Dot, 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 dot. Which is nice. Amen. Oh, the corpse reviver. Okay. That was it. That was okay. it. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. I'm dismounting very harshly in yes. these segues today. Here we go. Here's to reviving corpses. I like the... And uh, hopefully next week we'll get a tequila-based cocktail. I love the chunks of ice. I hope that's chunks of ice. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Jules. He can shake a cocktail till the cows come home. He'll leave you with some... Stop drinking my drink, cow. This is lovely. Nice ice chips. I like these ice chips. Mm. These ice chips are delicious. Ice chips are delicious, Gabby. Where are they? Jesus Christ, Gabby. This is lovely. She's the only one that hasn't been arrested on cheer. Oh, well, don't worry. Give it time. Something will come out. There was someone on uh, So You Think You Can Dance who was just on cheer. Oh, Oh, dear. Somebody did something. This is, we keep going back in for this. This is a brunchy mm. cocktail, everybody. Oh, I'm going to punch fuck this. It's very light, lemony, punch fuckable. Oh, God, oh, God. I'm going to drive over to a convent right now and just have mm. my way with every last janitor. Oh, I love it. Knock, knock, knock. Hi. Hi, I Hi, just Sister had a Mary, corpse revival. Uh, Carlos here? Uh, yeah, he's in the back. Is Jimmy here? 
I almost did a spit take with something that you said, and it just reminded me that I actually did a spit take at a bar the other day. Congratulations! But I, it, it flew so far out of my mouth. <gasps> so we're at Julius in the village, uh-huh. and um, the scene is set. The scene is set, and it's Wait, not what very were you crowded. Spitting? <laughs> Uh, it was a glass of water, oh, or right. it might have been a martini. I think it might my martini. So there's the three of us, and we're talking, and there is this um, very short um, pocket homosexual, mm-hmm. dressed as if he's in um, the Rhythm Nation tour. Mario Cantone. <clears throat> right. Okay. And there's really no need to come to where we are because you can't get. There's nothing behind us except for like the window, and they like it's very it's very awkward if anyone were to come behind us. And then I'm yeah. very much aware that you're going to pick my pocket or something yeah yeah so he uh tiny janet jackson comes to the to to us like two or three times and then he was like five four three two and i'm like what the fuck is i you know give like the eyes like what is this guy doing behind here and like what is he touching they're like that pumpkin i'm like what i turn around it's the tiniest (laughs) pumpkin i've ever seen and he goes up you know when you're like pretending like i don't know what those two are talking about over there but i'm gonna look at this i'm so interested by this tiny pumpkin that hasn't been carved you know when you're like trying to obviously eavesdrop or try to get attention and you're eating soup nary nary like not not even like a a turnaround or like hi how are you we none we don't even acknowledge like this person exists does it a couple more times? <laughs> does it a couple more times, and so, so we're on like literally like the corner of the bar. Janet Jackson comes up. Uh huh. This is the last time. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Wait, so, so he did it multiple times? Yes. What? And so the last. So it's me on the end, and then our friend is right, right next to me okay. on the corner. He shoves his little hand in between us with his drink. He's like, "Excuse me, bitches," and leaves. I have, I have a glass of whatever I'm drinking. It shot. He, and he turned around. It shot out of my mouth. It doused my friend, the two people to the left of him, and the bartender. Everyone looked at me like, oh, you fucking at This is, we're in a fucking pandemic. What? And you just spit. It just like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I am, so, because... He, he had the, all the he had all the opportunity to be like, "Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to Julius. You guys want to go in the bathroom and fuck? Nothing, <laughs> nothing at all." And then just like comes up, "Excuse me, you fucking bitches!" And then just leaves. And then just, out just the door, drops the mic and yeah. goes. But what? like, also there's plenty. There's like four parking spaces in between us and the next person that he could put his glass down somewhere else. <laughs> no, because he had to make a point. Or the empty tables that were around. So and he was upset that you did not take the hint by the fifth time he went over to touch the little pumpkin. Correct. That he wanted to touch your little pumpkin and you weren't inviting him in. I sprayed the guy. I had to buy everybody <laughs> drinks because I had showered them. Shower me with, with your, your droplets. Cum. What? The bartender looked like he wanted to like strangle me with his like <laughs> dog collar. Natural Christ with arms. That's a natural reaction. I would spit too. It was how like, random. The, I've never. I was like, I've never. I was so fucking embarrassed because I thought that guy was kind of like weird. Now here you have the giant spitter at the bar. We got a spitter. Oh, and Julius, you're very welcome. Maybe ten feet. I mean, the guys next to me, they they were like wiping it off their face. Oh my God. And he's like, well, you're not going to buy me a drink now? And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I totally will. It's I totally all on will. me. All, the he's whole like, oh, bar. no, no, I, no. I, 
I know, would buy the whole bar drinks just for that moment. I'm like, let me get a let me get a wet nap and wipe you all down. Excuse me, Marcus bitches. Marcus was like, he's like, I can't. Believe, I'm like, didn't you? Did, am I in a soundproof booth here? Did anyone else just hear Tiny Janet Jackson? <laughs> get so pissed off. Pissed. People of the world, unite. Strike the numbers. We can get it right. One, One time, time, bitches. <laughs> anyway, that's my story. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. 